Okay, so Heber, let's focus, and I'm sorry we're starting late, but I'll definitely <laughs> fix that. Um, we're on DAF. If you could just close that, uh, if you can close the door. We're going to be starting on the, on the pamphlets that you have on DAF Chav Gimel. Okay? DAF Chav Gimel. Baruch a quick just recap of what was is that um, we began discussing the whole concept of Oro de Tohu Bekelim de Tikkun. We were speaking about the, this world of Tohu and the light that couldn't contain it, couldn't handle it, and it was also like just something like, you know, Shvirasa Kelim, it exploded, and now we're basically, and that was part of the whole Bria, we're in the process of Olam HaTikkun where we have a lot of very solid vessels. They have a lot of solid vessels that can contain everything. Contain a lot. Are these vessels referring to the B'nai Adam? Or the world, the B'nai Adam. Yeah, the way we are, the world, the whole function of the world. It's just a different world now. There's, everything's all about vessels, vessels, vessels. But where's the light? <laughs> but where's the light? That's what we were speaking about. And now it's time to bring in light into the kalim, into the actual kalim into the vessels that we have, bringing about a beautiful merger between Orot de Tov and Kelim de Tikkun, a merger between lights and vessels. And that's what we were speaking about last time. We, we got very, very deep into it. These are deep Kabbalistic ideas. And right now we're on Daf Chav Gimel. The bottom of Daf Chav Gimel is going to explain to us where we're at exactly. Muvanim ken, it's very clear that these two worlds, the Olam HaTov and the Olam HaTikun, have to come back and reconnect with each other. This is so beautiful. Everyone always speaks about, you know, these two words that everyone uses. They sound so... Uh, I'm trying not to use the word I want. Yeah. They sound so fluffy. And what's those two words? Tikun Olam. So what, 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 what do you feel like doing when someone says, let's do tikkun olam? Like, what are some of the actions you may think, based on the way the world darshans it out, tikkun olam? What's that? Use the right pronouns. Use the right pronouns. There's a cannabis company called tikkun olam also, yes. What else? Uh, but what else is like tikkun olam? Like uh, volunteer, volunteer, right? Yeah. Like let's give out toys or candies yeah. or what's it? Conscripted to refer to going to Africa, right, 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 right. Exactly. It's lost the whole concept. Let's go now back into our world. Tikkun olam literally means fixing the world that we're in. How? That's part of it. That's part of it. You can get rid of all the evil, and then what are you left with? 
you have to bring the oros from the world of Toh into the Kelim, into the world of Tikkun. Tikkun Olam. And that's how he says here. This is the most simple meaning. Ha-tichibur hazeh, hu tikkun olam b'muvan ha-pashut b'yoter letaken ma shenishbar. Le-achzir et ha-orot d'tohu letoch kli ha-metziyot. Ve-ha-pam, b'tzura she-tuchal li-hitkayem. But this time, in a manner that it could actually exist. Meaning what? Back, back, we, we're not talking about time, but in the world of Tohu, the light couldn't exist in that world in a functioning manner. It was a ribui or so much that it couldn't exist in a functioning manner. What are we trying to do now? Bringing all orot from the world of Tohu in the, in the, into the world of Kelim Hesharach, actually. In the world of Kelim Detikun. But in a manner that it could work. This is very high language. I want to explain to you, I want to explain to you, Rav Gintrick is going to explain to us through something very, very, a very high moment that happened one morning at 770. There was one morning in 770, the exact date is here, where the Rebbe made a statement, and from that moment the Rebbe made that statement, everything kind of changed and shifted. There's one more, there's a few more booklets here for Chaber that need pages. So it says like this, באופן זה מדריך אותנו הרבי בשיחתו המפורסמת מכף חט ניסן תף שן נון א'. So the Rebbe, what's, when's כף חט ניסן תף שן נון א'? What year is that? 91, April 91. Now, כף חט ניסן, before, what, what, on the calendar, what is that right before? ראש חודש אייר. Ah, we're back to אייר again. Right before the month of Iyar that we've been speaking about, the Rebbe gets up and he says like this, as a hachana for the avoda of, of the spiritual work of Chodesh Iyar, ve'omer she'al menat la'avi et ha-mashiach. The Rebbe is basically now, you know, from this time, the Rebbe is speaking like full on, just all Mashiach talk. It's all clear words. It's like, it was never as clear like the the the... Now we're living in a world where you say Lubavitch and it's always been in a context, oh, it's all Mashiach stuff. But it wasn't, it wasn't fully clear like that until basically the end, towards these end years where the Rebbe basically said, immediate, like said clear words about what, is gonna, what's, what it's going to take to bring Mashiach. So it's Chavchet Nisan, Tavshin Nun Aleph. And the Rebbe says like this, You have to bring the Mashiach, Yesh lif'ol bederech shel orot de tohu bekelim de tikun. He said these words. Meaning, we have to now tap into light that we'd never tapped into before, light that's coming from the world before there was the shattering of vessels, and placing it into the vessels of tikkun that we have in the world that we have right now, meaning thousands of years where the world existed, we've created an infrastructure here. We have all our, we have amazing minds to be able to contain so much wisdom. There's so much wisdom in the world. There's so much functioning. There's so much development. The chule, the chule. The world wasn't like that until now, right? But now the question is, with all the advancements that we've made with our minds and, and produced vessels for, do we now realize we need to now infuse all those vessels with, or from, from the oraganos, from the concealed light, right? What does that mean exactly? Orot de tohu bekelim de tikkun. Let's even try to bring it down even, even clearer. מול חריפות המשברים המתרגשים עלינו בימות עקבצה דמשיחה. Amidst the deep difficult, and difficult crisis that are coming upon us before Mashiach's coming, in the days of עקבצה דמשיחה, 
ובגבור התחושה שהמציאות הגלו, הגלויה אין בה די כוח לחלק את עצמה מקלעה, which means, and as we also look, then we see that the revealed reality that we have in front of us, working with what we have in front of us right now, Does anyone see any way out of this mess, working with what's in front of us right now, with all the leads we have, with all the advancements that we have right now, even with all the Torah that we have right now? Does anyone see, working with what exists right now, that we have enough to get ourselves out of this Mishigas? Sitting here, I do. Well, sitting here, only if we... <laughs> you're very sweet. No, Meaning, we say learning like this. Right, but learning Lemaise, Zatomeret. Practice. Right, which is also a mila, by the way, because the, the Rebbe once said the greatest sign of someone that's very sick is someone that doesn't realize that they're sick. So at least if you realize that you're sick, you're already halfway towards the refuah, right? Meaning, looking, and especially with Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael today, looking with the infrastructure of what we have right now, with the leadership that we have right now, and with all that we're working with right now, Unless we go deep into the orot of the Am itself and extract from within ourselves orot like we never did before, light like we never did before, orot de tohu, orot that's coming from a place before the Shvir Sakalim. This world, tikkun olam, it's a lech. It won't work. But we keep on, it's like we're budging our head against the wall. Rosh bakir, that's the concept in Hebrew. No, we'll try it like this, we'll try it like this, we'll try it like this. And the spiritual revolution says, it's not that we're going to try it like this and get it better and deeper. It's that we're digging into a, into a wellspring of light within each and every one of us that exists within each and every one of us that was never tapped into before. There's two things you need for that. Anava and emuna. Anava, meaning, as much as you've tried, you haven't been, we haven't been successful. Humble yourself. Bet, if I dig deeper, I'll find something I never found before. And I need emuna for that. Anava and Emuna are the ways or the pathways for us to figure out how to do any of this type of work that he's speaking of. Again, humbling ourselves before the notion that as much as we've tried to get things done, the Pashut Lo Olech, you know, you humble yourselves. It's not, this 75-year program is not working. It doesn't work. But Emuna means, but I, I have to believe in Nishmat Am Yisrael, that there's something within each and every one of us that has not yet been accessed. In me, there's a whole world of light that has not been accessed yet. Maybe because no one taught me, or maybe because no one told me that it's actually even there. Anava and Emuna, to tap into what this light is all about. Anu, look how he ends off, third line from the bottom. Anu nit chafim lehaiz yoter. We are pushed, we are forced to have more oz, to have more holy chutzpah, lishtamesh bakochot, to use kochot she'adata, that until now, hashimush bahem, you ready for this one? You ready for this? This is, this is pretty out there. Lishtamesh ata bekochot she'adata, hashimush bahem, haya nechshav lemesukan, ve'af leharsani. He says, in the past, These kochot may have been perceived as dangerous and destructive. Now, before we go further, what do you think he's speaking about right now? Okay, learning Kabbalah. What else? Nuclear bombs. Nuclear bombs, okay. Are you a Shabak You're a Shabaknik, aren't you? You're trying to trigger us, yeah? 
Do you, do, you, do you hear that with the last sentence, what he just said right now? Where we need to use now, I'm going to just say the word, even though I don't mean it, lechan lechan. We need to use weapons that in the past may have been deemed, may have been considered to be destructive and dangerous. And yet now, when you're working in a world of chibur, of orot and kelim, that's what's needed right now. What else, what else do you think he means? I mean, there's some good stuff going on over here. What did you say? You said Kabbalah, you said nuclear bombs. What else? Wisdom from the Balachuba, from people from outside. Wow, wisdom from the outside. Zeh gadol me'od, 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 nachon. That's very good. That in the past, it would have been deemed as... Treif. Treif. Uh, dangerous and destructive. Yeah. Very good. Do you think he means here... I'm just stam, I'm stretching our minds right now. Do you think he means here right now... Like, uh, wisdom from the other nations? Yeah. Wisdom from other nations? Negative. No. Negative. Negative. Okay, I, I'm, I'm just stretching. I'm, again, I'm doing a, a mental exercise right now. Do you think he means over here... Anger. Anger. Anger is something that's always thought of to be destructive. Destructive and, and, and... But I don't see how it could be used in positive. Some of the nations have been excellent at warfare. We need to learn how to do that. Okay, but you're sticking to military, you're sticking to military strategic. Um, okay, Beseda, Beseda. I, I, I want to read this line again just so we make sure that we heard what he said. I think we're talking about there's a lot of truth in the Torah that we have been taught from childhood to kind of ignore that. I'm sorry, say, say that again. I want to. It's kind of, we go superficially on over the truths. Yeah. Which include, as, as we've been learning before with you, the whole concept, ne- what is Nekomer? Right, right. Why was Pinchas so Hoshu that he got the, the, the blessing of, of, of Kahuna, of peace, Very good. For, for, for doing a destructive act. Very good. And Very good. We don't deal with it, not in our. Not in our elementary schools, but not in our yeshiva gavoas and not in our seminaries. Nahon. These concepts. Nahon. And these are the concepts that I think are referred to as what it, what, possibly dangerous <laughs> and even destructive. Right. So, 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 so puzzle. So, so we no, say, so we say puzzle. Listen, Eretz Yisrael was also considered, like the, the, the <clears throat> vision of, of having a country, of being a people in a land was also considered, um, what did he say here? Mesukan ve'afarsani. You have to realize that, right? Even having a, P- a Jewish homeland is all, could also fall into this category of I don't listen. That's already you're messing with possible self, de- 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 you know, destruction. Saw it as dangerous, dangerous and destructive. We don't want to join it. It's going to be harmful. Dangerous and destructive. We're not talking about them. We're not going there. Go. You'll say. What, what do you mean? Well, some people might say, well, just relying on Kaddish Baruch Hu, that's dangerous and destructive. And destructive. We, we, need to, we need to do more than our share of Ishtadlut, right? We just, how about we take a step back mm-hmm. and just rely...
this is this is very important. Lechatchila ariber means the way you think before you even attack, before you do an action, the way that you approach something is not. In Hebrew, you say rosh katan, which basically means if I do that and I do that and I do that and I do that and I figure this and I go through that. And go, no, no, no. Zelozen, like it's lechatchila ariber, and the most like simple way of explaining this is that. Uh, you reconquer this whole place of Eretz Yisrael that's been used for hatred and murder and death, and you bring or me'in kamo into a place of choshech me'in kamo, instead of the tactics that, till today, till today, till right now, the leaders of, of the Jewish people, the so-called leaders of the Jewish people, are engaging with. That's one example. That's an example we could all relate to right now. The Chatechila Riber is a total mindset. It's an amazing mindset in terms of how does a person approach anything in life that seems to be an obstacle. And there are many, 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 many more examples for this that we'll be we'll be discussing. But everything, the Chatechila Riber is a positive mindset of not we can, it's we will. What what does we can mean? It means oh, Efshar to go another route. A higher route. Chatechila Riber is not we can, like like uh, President Hussein in America. That was his whole thing, right? Yes, we can, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, we can. No, no, yes, we will is like claiming facts and saying, oh yeah, yeah, we will do this because we're an olamatikun. It's a different world. Now it's a different world. We're here for the end game for the Mashiach for the whole thing. Yes, we will. Like a chayal on his own, right? In his own heart, he goes into in, into krav with lechatchila ariber, right? Maybe the commands he's getting aren't lechatchila ariber, but he himself is poyal as a shliach of tzva Hashem to bring the kiddush Hashem into the world in his own personal domain. He's working in a lechatchila ariber format, right? But but this boils down, like Steve said before, this boils down to really every single approach we have in life with any single michshol. As a people in the country, there's been zero lechatchila ariber here. It hasn't, it hasn't yet manifested here. It's still, like we were speaking about, influences from foreign cultures and things. Like last night I was doing with my, my daughter, Baruch Hashem, she, had a, she just texted me uh, that she had a good uh, history test this morning. We were learning about Alexander Mukdon and, and talking about Hellenism. It's a stuff that's rooted in us for, for, for a long time already. And Oros... Oros and Kalim, the way the Rebbe spoke about it in, in that Chofches Iyar, is telling us the Mashiach, to bring the Mashiach, you, you got to be working with a different mindset of how you approach obstacles. How you approach obstacles. I mean, one of the things we said at the beginning of these Shurim was it really should be changed from IDF to IOF. Like on a, a IOF means Lachatchila Ariber. Nachon? Instead of Israel Defense Forces, in Hebrew, it wouldn't change. Tzva Atkafa Israel or Tzva Ganal Yisrael. It's still Bitzaham. Yeah, to me, that's a, to me, to me, it's such a Golazdika terminology, and, I'm, and I've been talking about this with people, a lot of people. With I'm, I, I don't want to Khalila hurt, you know, Khalila be pergan anyone. I'm just thinking about, you know, avoidance of future Shiva homes when I have these conversations. The Chatechila Riber is IOF, <laughs> right? 
It seems like there's a, 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 a two sides of the coin situation happening here. Yeah. As usual, on the one hand, you have to have that humility. I'm sorry. I just want to hear when everyone anyone says something. I mamish want to be fully focused. Say it again. It seems like we're dealing with like you know two sides of the coin here, as usual. On the one hand, you have to have the humility to yeah. be able to harness the the the, the light of the toad, but. At the same time, you also have to be able to have action of overwhelming force when one knows that they're following the, the right path of the Torah, but you have to just go and chop off the head of the snake. Or, uh, or, or all these other examples. Or whatever it is. But, you can only, <coughs> but it's very good what you're saying, because you can only really do it with, with anava and emunah, meaning the, that's the gateway to get to be able to do these things. You can't do it just this, this, this... Humility throughout the nation. Like it's not a contrast. It's not a contrast. Now look, in, the, in this, in the modern state that we're in, in the modern state that we're in, we're just going to do two more minutes, it's that this is like, this, this oz, this strength, this spirit of strength is something that can only come when you realize that dwelling back here in Eretz Yisrael and building the country, the only purpose of it is real tikkun olam and not anything else. If we're here trying to build a place that's just good for the Jewish people to have a homeland, you'll keep on coming, you'll keep on banging your head in the wall, chorban after chorban, over and over and over again. Zatomeret, like he's going to explain to us over here, if this, if this series is called Tikkun Medina, it means, listen, having a Medina can be the greatest blessing or it could be the greatest curse in the world. Let's go the other way. Why could, how could it be the greatest curse? Because if you're using it as a place, as a safe haven, that, Baruch Hashem, it aligns with Tanakh, because it's the, the geographical location, so it's not Uganda. So it aligns with the Tanakh, Baruch Hashem. But more than that, it's just a place that, you know, Jewish people could have a safe place, Right? You're gonna get hit. That's that's not a chachila libra. That's crawling. You're gonna keep on getting hit. It's not gonna stop. It won't stop. It's rosh bakir. It won't stop. But if our whole understanding of our being here is actually to bring Mashiach, it's to bring peace and harmony to the whole world. That means the way that I live here and the way that I approach obstacles here is with mochin of orot from olamato into the world of Tikkun. Like, that's how my approach has to be about living here. The way I live here has, is completely different than the way that I think about it in, uh, in anywhere else in the world. Now, none of us, to the best of my knowledge, I don't know if any, I've never said this following thing before, it sounds pretty weird, but I don't know if any of you are Gary, you know. But to the best of my knowledge, we're all born Jewish, so we don't know what it's like to live like a nice suburban, you know, Life in I don't know maybe a random luck and Goldus Green Wichita give me some more mm-hmm. good juicy comfortable you know grasses mode in the you know mailbox <laughs> all those <laughs> I'm thinking more like yeah those are too Jewish I'm talking about like Kentucky or 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 Utah or or Louisiana yeah, yeah. <laughs> Louisiana like. You know, those kind of, there's such a, ta- you know, I sometimes have it, such a Yitzhahara, I have such a taiva. I have such a taiva of living a life, of conducting a life that's, that's just lo mesubach. 
right? I and I feel, and I, yeah, but I feel that there's a drive in this country to also have that here, but that's not what we're, that's not what it's meant for. That's not what this Medina is meant for. Mashiach business is exciting, full-on action business. It's not, it's not that, you know? It's not, it's, oh, what a taiva. Huh? It won't be televised. I have such a taiva. I have such a, such a taiva for that. Like, to make, they'll finally, but, but Bemet, that I know in the panemius of my life, as long as I'm connected to my heart, even if I got that here or there, but even here, I would feel like such a hypocrite. I'd feel so empty. I'd feel so wrong. I would mamish feel wrong. And the shift is, you know, orot de tohu bekelim de tikun means a much greater version of peace and grass and mailbox that, that, that we can understand. It's much, much better than that, but it's not yet in a manner that we've ever experienced. Right? Now, there's a tie, but again, that tie is real. You know, some, what, I'll tell you, this, this happened to me. I saw this one time. Like, when did I experience this? One night, I had a concert in Crown Heights. It's a long time ago. And the, ne- and the next night, I had a concert in uh, Brookline, in Massachusetts, in Boston. And I didn't want to fly, because it's, I, 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 I didn't want to fly. I had a rental with me, and I had to be a few nights later back in, in, in Five Towns or in New Jersey. I don't remember exactly. And I also knew that the Naismith Hall of Fame was on the way from where I was in Crown Heights to where I had to be in Massachusetts. That's the, 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 the Basketball Hall, Hall of Fame. Huh? Right, right. And I, I wanted to be there since I was a kid. And, you know, I let the little kid in me decide this is what we're doing, right? Now, what was the chap that I had? I was like, I'm going to be so adventurous. Even though today with Waze, there's no such thing as really being adventurous, right? So I started driving after the coast. It was pouring. It was November. I'll never forget this. It was late at night. It was pouring. And I drove. I just started driving towards Brooklyn, towards the Hall of Fame, even though I was only going to go there in the morning, right? But I just started driving and driving. And I said, when I get to a stop, when I'm tired, I'll just Waze... Uh, what are the names of those like motels on the road? Huh? Oh, yeah. Right, Western. Uh, best Western. Best Western. To me, Best Western is is the highest. It's like these things are the highest. It's like it's so geschmack, you know, right? It's so geschmack. The thing is, is that I was getting tired, and I had no idea where I was at all. I'm not from that area. I had no idea where I was. So I just put in Best Western or one of those things. Right away, I found something like all these places are packed there with all these, right? I get off the highway. I park. There's this, you know, it's like it's like three in the morning and some guy is so, hi, Sam, how can I help you? I always want to punch them because it's such kinna. It causes, I'm like, you're making me hate Israeli customer service even more now, right? It's three in the morning. Hi, sir, how may I help you, right? I was like, Please, can I just have a, have a, have a room? So, sure, sir. Can I carry? Stop. No, you cannot carry. I got this. Okay, have a like, good night. Went to the room. I had no idea where I was. Yeah, I couldn't tell on the map or anything. I was so tired also. I went to sleep. I woke up in the morning, and I was trying to figure out where I, where I, where I actually was. And I walked outside to take a walk. And I was so, so angry because it was so peaceful. It was one of these... 
Fushtenkin mm. towns that nothing has ever happened there, nothing will ever happen there, and that's okay for them, right? And it was one of the, honestly, I'm telling you this story because it was one of the most painfully heartbreaking chakras I ever had in that motel in my, I've ever had in my life. Why? Because I was, because obviously nothing's, it's always been tension, full of tension here in Eretzisville. It's never changed, right? It's always been like this. I was saying, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm Yisrael, been through so much. It brought out in me this Indian of like, I know that what, what we want now is to just stop worrying and having, having this, you know, nothing, peace, this nothing happening kind of towns happening in our lives, but we know that we're not destined for it. And it's so heartbreaking begging you for Kaelin to understand what is the bigger picture of what you have in mind for us. And it was a, it was a beautiful shakhr. I had a beautiful shakhr, but it was so heartbreaking but that was a, that's a lower level shacharis. The higher level shacharis would have been, look at what your yidin are, are, are not striving towards. This is not, the, the yidin that are leading the pulse of the nation, Eretz Yisrael, we know this is not in, this is not in our cards. We know, I forget, I, now I would love to see, I would like to go on the map and see what, what place it actually was. I never mm-hmm. found out. So I woke up and I just kept on, after davening, I just kept on driving I got there, it was like the first one, I found out the hours when it was open, it was like the first one at Naismith that day. <laughs> I stayed there for hours. But we're here for something much bigger. Oros de Tobekelim de Tikkun. It's a bigger, it's an exciting thing, but it's something that we haven't yet tasted. We haven't yet tasted. So I'm just going to finish these two paragraphs. Oza ruach shebehora'a le'ametzet efsherut ha'dilug kibchira rishonit I'm saying this all on a very simple level. He's saying this, this mighty spirit that tells us, no, 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 don't. Already, before, when you approach an obstacle, you hop over it. It can only come when a person realizes the time is now. I'm living in a mitzvah of now, that light that has never been experienced yet in this world, it's its time right now to be here in this world. As long as the building of the world of Tikkun, and just that building of the world of Tikkun was the main thing, you always had to be very considerate of the balance between Orot and Kelim. Because the world of Tikkun is the focus and it's still being built. Therefore, we couldn't access certain powers that we have in our midst. And quite often, a person was forced to crawl and do sivuvim instead of jumping over the obstacle. Why? Because the person knew that jumping straight into the source, into the root of the matter, would not have brought anything really substantial to the world. It's a very big statement. What is he? Give me an example of what he may be referring to. Before 1948, let's say. Before 1948, if I would have jumped into... I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking something very clear. 
I just have to explain this better. You're saying there's, it, it, up until a certain time, jumping right into something, L'chathchila Ariber, wouldn't have, wouldn't have done what, it's, what it really should do, which is to bring a tremendous amount of illumination to the world. It would, would have probably caused more bilbul. You're but, saying like even the yeshiva can like go in the first and second wave of Aliyah? Hmm. Uh, no, but that's interesting because the you know the Rebbe Rashab's son, the Rebbe uh, Maharash's son, the Rebbe Rashab was like fiercely anti-Zionist. So I don't know, I don't know. It's interesting. No, I'm thinking more is that if a few Jews would have decided we're going to go up and conquer Harabait before there was any plea for the as a Medina for people to come here, what would have that done? But, but it's a different program now, you see. But that's the whole thing, is that we have a different program. We have a different vessel in place to contain light like never before. But as we're standing on the footsteps of days of the coming of the Mashiach, but now there's a reality that's telling us there's a necessity to begin to dare. Lehaiz means to be daring. Daring. Conquering the world. Going out there and conquering the whole world with light, like be never bold. before. Huh? Bold. bold. Very good word. Be bold. Degam kaze. Shel orod Degem kaze, sorry. Degem kaze. This example. Degem, no. This model. Of orod We're going to try to develop this. What this lamaisa means here in Eretz Yisrael, in within the vessel that we have, that's called the Medina. The jobs on each individual, and also the tafkid bichlalo, and it's the job of everyone in, in general as a tzibur. Now. Before we learn again on Wednesday, I'm going to send you different explanations, uh, different sikhos that describe L'Chathchila Ariber in many different ways, so that we could have a very, that we could have a really good understanding of this concept, because this book is basically based on L'Chathchila Ariber. And, and when you think about it, the, uh, the ability to do anything today is really based on L'Chathchila Ariber, and I'll also teach you the nigun also next time. Because that would be a good way to start the learning of Chachila Riber. Just, just because we just got to, I wanted to do more today, but it's already late. Bezrat Hashem, uh, Wednesday morning we're going to continue. One more important thing before I forget. Thursday night, I'm just I'm going to start saying it now. Thursday night, I want you all to come with me. I, I found Gan Eden, I found Gan Eden in Eretz Yisrael. Gan Eden on Eretz Yisrael is about two minutes from Kibbutz Be'eri, next to Gaza. It's a place called Shuva. There's a yeshu, tiny little Sephardi Yeshuv called Shuva that's right outside the kibbutzim that were shechted and slaughtered, next to Kfaraza, next to Niroz, Saad, Alumim, Miflasim, all right there. And I went there last week, and I went there again last night. This center, this this, it's a stop. It's a it's a junction that from the it's basically the place that all the chayalim when they're going into Gaza they pass through, and all that come out pass through it too. Some boys from the local town there set up shop and created Gan Eden. It started with just setting up a few, a little bit of food for hungry chayalim coming out of battle. Now it's been developed into a merkaz, into into like a a center, the center. It's just, it's on the middle, it's on the middle of a street where there's so much food and love and guitars and svarim and acceptance and amcha 
And a good friend of mine just purchased a sound system that arrived yesterday, an hour before I got there yesterday. And there's Nigunim, and the Chayalim are coming in and out of battle. That's the stop. That's the point. And the place was already called Shuva. Not, they didn't name it now. <laughs> so I want to come with everyone. I'm going back Thursday evening to give them a Chanel Shabbos, as if I'm giving them a Chanel Shabbos. You see Chayalim, I was there yesterday for hours. You see Chayal, you see the faces of Shimshon. You see the faces of Aram Yitzchak and Yaakov, Mamish. It's, it's one of the highest... I don't know, I, I'm not going to ruin it. I'm not going to give you too much expectations. Thursday night, I'm not sure exactly it's going to be 7 or 8 p.m. It's an hour and 20 minutes from... You guys realize how close it is? Yeah. It's an hour and 20 minutes. It's nothing. And we're going to go Thursday evening and... and yeah, eventually you get to Shesh and go south. But it's not so far. We'll go with Shayara as many as possible and make it Lebedek. Okay, Lechatchila Ariba. We'll go Lechatchila Ariba.